watching prohibition fall down. All right, let's wake and bake, man. Got a good show. I think it's too much packed into this show today, Scotty. We'll see how far we get. All right, let's do it. Imagine that. Talking about getting off track with conversation, huh? Cannabis helps it, you know. I mean, not necessarily the off trackness, but good conversation amongst sure friends, fellow tokers. Sure does. So get ready, get your bowls packed, get your J's rolled, all that jazz today on the show. A little bit of a preview here. We're going to be talking about driving a Tesla while asleep. I've seen it happen. Does that work? Are you driving it? <laughs> That's a good question. Aren't you just sitting in it? Isn't it driving you at that point? Uh, Scotty's got a little advice on who to buy weed from in the Ukraine. <laughs> yes. Yes, I and, do. Uh, we might get a little tribal after that. We'll see how far we get. A little <laughs> tribal talk. Speaking amongst not, not tribal. When you say tribal, what do you first think of? Like tribe, I think of like, uh, like a guy holding a spear and shit. No, I think of like Florida versus Florida State. <laughs> Fair enough. And in the news, man, Colombia, down by Medellin. Colombia getting into the cannabis game big time. Wow. You know what I'm talking about? You surprised? What do you think? No, but that is mind blowing to think of import cannabis as well. You know, if you start taking the you know, cannabis from around the world, especially if it's made into products like these concentrate products, that starts being a game changer, no? Especially it's cannabis infused with cocaine. Yeah. Hey, why you gotta be stereotypical, man? <laughs> that wouldn't work. Do people smoke cocaine? Is that possible? Yes, it's called crack. Yeah, there, there was this whole thing that happened. Yeah, that's it was called, called crack. Crack. That's changed yeah. a little Pharm- bit, though. Like, and ph- pharmaceutically, the exact same drug, one is just way cheaper and... Made with it, gasoline. If, if you made it really, really <laughs> accessible, you could arrest a uh, like, large swath of predominantly poor people. Which was kind of their goal with that. And then gotcha. people, people that have coke addictions didn't have minimum then, mandatories for stuff or anything. And then so. we can make them pick up trash on the side of the road, things it's like that. Pharmaceutically, <laughs> exactly the same thing when it crosses the blood-brain barrier. Just All right. Well, before we get into it, man, DGC membership, guys, next month we're giving away May 15th, a Gorilla Grow Tent, 5 by 5 for anybody that's a member helping support the show at $10 a month. We are starting to tilt the teeter, Scotty, and becoming more listener-supported than sponsor-supported. I'm not saying, guys, our sponsors aren't a bad thing. We get great products from them, great grow products to get to you guys as well as they are vetted hard by the DGC and us as well. I want to be supported uh, by our friends, bro. I don't care if they got a company or point. not. I want to be supported by our friends. Sorry, I'm doing being a dab snoot here. I'm cleaning my new rig, okay? It's going to stain it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as well as everything else with benefits that we change monthly, get 30% off recharge. We're doing a big giveaway every month. I don't know, next month we still have two Spectrum King 400 Pluses to give away. So go over to dogrows.com under membership to help support us. $10 a month, cancel anytime. Much appreciated to help support the show. Yeah, deal. Sounds good to me, brother. Moving on to, uh, hey, man, what's the DDC smoking on? <laughs> I don't know. The Seeds Cushage, huh? I love Just Cool, and he is a cool guy. Can I say Just Cool and cool, or is that duplicitous? It's duplicitous, but all right. So, yeah, you said TH Seeds Cushage. Just my hempy biobiz with some earthworm castings, top dress, and a couple teas. Nice, juicy, fruity, rotten funk. The dry stiff from this trim smelled and tasted the same. Oh man, appreciate it. Just cool. Looking good. Hey, Looking I'm, good with that. What's up? I know this isn't grow talk, but hempy biobiz. So you can run biobiz in hempy buckets. I was always wondering about that. Yeah, why not? Why not? Because it's a little soupy. 
Uh, worried about any potential funk, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's a little soupy. It's an organic product, and normally I run salts in, in there. So, all right, too much. I don't want to get off track, sir. Yes, don't get off track for the wake and bake worldwide. Why don't you tell me, you know, stay on track. Tell me what you guys are medicating with. You know, that I actually, way I'll have a chance to toke up here. I actually have what I'm medicating with, and I don't know what I'm medicating with. I don't, what the hell do I know? I have some Blue God Shatter that uh, Aaron, guy, guy that hangs out in our warehouse, helps us out with the recharge. I showed up. Now, with, does he go by Aaron, or are you just trying to have fun? I just fuck with him, man. He, he turns around and answers when I say hey, Aaron. He knows what I'm talking about. Chappelle, All right. Chappelle is, uh, is timeless at this point, you know? Yes. Hey, this is, uh, I just went and did a little bit of research on this. I'm trying to, to learn a little bit about what I smoke. So this is a mostly indica variety from Jordan of the Islands. Because uh, Blue God does well indoors and grow outdoors uh, in areas with a long season. Uh, it's best to grow the short, dense, and bushy Blue God. I guess that's a pheno. Uh, as a multi-branch plant. And it says it prefers garden in the strain and soil over hydro indoors it'll go three to four foot high and get super wide and uh it seems pretty cool man massive buds and thick leaves thick leaves that turn purple as it matures seems cool right yeah it's like you said this ain't grow talk but i sometimes have trouble with uh somebody tell me a plant prefers to grow in soil over hydro you know what that's the uh, you might just be thinking that that's the breeder prefers to grow it in soil over hydro. Uh, okay. what the fuck right now? hey anyway i am hitting it i just got to give a shout out to stony scholar when stony scholar was here we did a little trade up i had a, a quest dehumidifier i wasn't using he had this badass uh rig set up i don't know what do you call this an email what is this, this? Is an email full email so uh he sent it to me and i'm trying it out this is what the mini nail is what this thing it's is a mini nail and it's a quartz titanium hybrid e-nail very interesting so what? it's like oh, so it's strong I mean, man it, it makes it so the coil is making contact with the the bucket the titanium that goes up into the bucket got it and all around the bucket mm-hmm. in the bottom of it so i mean it gets really even heat control on it and i mean we're dabbing at really low temperatures on this and it's like perfect. Yeah, really neat device. I'm learning all about this. Uh, Stony Scholar was teaching me about cold start dabs, which people laugh at me and go, you don't know what cold start dabs are? But I'm learning every day, all y'all. Yeah, it's been, it had, this has happened quickly. I mean, it wasn't too long ago. The evolution, evolution of ways to consume cannabis and concentrates has yeah. been like and lightning speed. But so. it's not like we've exactly been out of the scene. We've been doing a cannabis show for the past five years. Probably should keep up, no? But uh, it all depends on how you prefer to consume. When I'm around, you know, those, I don't, I don't know. I, I love flour. And then part of me is just like, I got enough going on in my life. I don't need to stop somewhere. And buy. if I made it at my own house and I had access to it, which I know you can, I don't really have the time or expertise right now to get into that, to feel I could do it at the level where I'd appreciate what I'm needing to put on my mini nail. But yeah, it's hard to keep up with all of it when you're when you're just digging on your flower, I guess. Now put me around it, Scotty. I'll give me a dab. If I'm hanging out in the baker right now, give me a little mini nail mini nail. You know? Come to the dab side, dude. They love it. <laughs> uh, I'm medicating with like the complete opposite. Shout out to Grouse Grows. Hitting it up here. This is Immunity Farms Cannabis Oil. I featured it before in the show. It's Apollo 13 Brothers Grimm, which is and it's a coconut and avocado, avocado, avocado oil carrier. And it says no medicinal claims. It was made February 2019 and inspired by DGC, Mendo Dope, 
Dana Larson and Professor Raphael Mishulam. Did I say that right, Mishulam? Yeah. Right? And what's that? He's the guy in Israel that's, uh, what's he, isolating the THC or something like that? Is he the one that founded THC? I think he's the one that, that found a lot of novel compounds from the cannabis plant, like THC what? and CBD might have been both. I've been digging it like I got it on my hands right now, but I've been rubbing it on one of my fingers. I have this, like my skin gets really dry and peels a little bit, like once a year. It's a weird thing. I've been treating that. I love and then I got story. a little tiny bit of uh, discoloration on the side of my face over here my wife says you should get that checked out you I'm like, should you know get what? that checked out man don't rub cbd on it go to the doctor please i will do all of the above Scott. yes let them cut five inches all around it man just for i'm just caution. debating maybe the canadian should i go to the doctor here or in the states because oh, i could go to either one but i'm not sure which isn't the know. canada one free yeah what's up with that <laughs> I don't know enough. I got to learn more. <laughs> Nothing's free. I know that. All right. Nothing's free. It's <laughs> awesome. You sent a mouthful there, bro. Oh, shit. All right. We got a fall prohibition report, guys. It's been a while here. We yes. have 855-420-2420. The number is on the top of the homepage. To call in. Uh, this is Georgia Redbud. Scotty, what were you thinking? You're trying to want some people to call in. Maybe if you want to do a little bit of an interview because it's hard to talk at yeah. an answering machine, it which is, I get. It is a little bit. We were just bullshitting about it. Georgia Redbud does a great job here. A lot of times we'll get you know messages that are great, full of information, but I'd want to ask something back. So just thinking about doing a little DGC call out. And let us know. Call the, the 855-420-2420 number. Let us know what you're all about or what you want to bullshit about. And if it's something that's worth putting on the show, We'll give you a call, record something, make us all sound smart. Guru, you'll do that, right? I will. <laughs> just yes. an idea. I want to get more uh, voices on the show. I just can't, you know, we just came off this DGC Cup, and it was so cool hearing everybody, uh, everybody's story, and just getting the stories out there. It'd be really cool to have them on the show. I think it'd be a good addition to this show, dude. Excellent. Let's hear it, man. Bring it. Second call in, George Redbud. DGC! What's up, fellas? Georgia Redbud again, um, giving you a new report, even though it's bullshit. Uh, Georgia has been legalized for medical use. Woo! It's all bullshit, though, because don't really want anybody to be using medical marijuana. Um, if you're an approved patient here in Georgia, now you have to jump through hula hoops, loopholes, and all sorts of fucking bullshit if you want to get medical marijuana. Uh, me personally, I got hit by a bus when I was 13 years old. I've got all sorts of fucked up problems through my back and my knees, and there's nothing I can do about it because I will not be approved here in Georgia. Um, it's very slim pickings. Uh, it, the only thing anybody would be approved for is for bullshit oil. Um, that's not really helping anybody, man. And even if you wanted to get the bullshit, it would take you months, if not years, to be approved. You can get a doctor, uh, a doctor recommendation all day long, but it doesn't mean you're going to be getting anything, much less flour. You'll probably never be able to get flour until it's actually uh, approved by a new fucking senator. So, um,. Yeah, George is still stuck in the bullshit, man. Um, don't let any uh, Georgia medical legalization fool you because it's still the same old bullshit, man. Just want to give you guys a heads up on what's going on. Down here in the Dirty South Prohibition, we keep it real, trying to keep my own medicine growing. But uh, short of that, bro, we're fucked. We still got about three to four 
new governor. Um, that's the only thing that's gonna uh, make things easy here. But it's gonna be another three to four. So that's the uh, the new um, Dirty South Prohibition report. It's still bullshit, and um, we're still charging the trenches, man. So uh, keep us in mind. Thanks, fellas. Uh, love the show. Um, every bit of information always helps. Um, probably learn more on uh, the DTC than anywhere else. Um, keep it real, guys. Man, he does not sound happy about what's going on down there medicinally. I did a little research talking about the oil, the THC oil, right. if you will. It's uh, from what I've read so far and what you read is not as true, but it's 5% or less. 5% is the max in THC concentration in the oil, which I'm assuming is why George Redwood's like this oil ain't shit. It's not helped many people. Um, it, yeah, the, the conditions now that are allowed for it are Alzheimer's, ALS, autism, cancer, Crohn's, AIDS, hospice, intractable pain. Mike, it goes on for a few more. MS, severe shit, right? Yeah, pretty and then severe gonna... stuff. You don't see like headaches or you know, trouble sleeping or joint and muscle pain on there. Scotty, they do have seizures on there, so you can you can get 5%. Great, Georgia. I just gotta flop around in order to get my weed, man. That's great. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's just a little bit more ignorance in uh, the rollout. It's the deep south, I guess you can say, but man, it's craziness how Prohibition just like really screwed with this, like you're just not, really screwed it up. You're not getting past the stereotype here. They're going, hey, the only reason we'll let you have this is if you're, you know, this is serious medicine only for really sick people. And I don't really think that. I think it's a, a really good medicinal herb that's really good for everybody or a lot of people. Yeah, it's, that's why it's still a mind trip. You got to remember, like when you take a trip to somewhere such as Colorado or when I was in a legal state from somewhere like that, or when I went to Washington, you know, and just getting off the top of the ski lifts at Mount Baker, making jokes. <laughs> and awesome. the dude's just, two dudes got the J's in their mouth, just rolling right off the lift. Nobody's giving a shit. But if you're from another state visiting that, you're like, holy cow, man. Wait, the first <laughs> person I, I ever met in Colorado when I was visiting from another state was Scotty. <laughs> I got dropped nice. off at his house. So. This this is the perfect the transition um, since we're talking about non-pro, I mean, legal areas. So you, just yesterday, me and my wife were leaving to go to the gym and she goes, is that guy hitting a bong by the mailbox down there? Because we have group mailboxes <laughs> that you got to walk to. And sure enough, I know who the dude is. He, he lives a few doors down with a, uh, somebody. But anyway, he's got his bong. His bong is sitting on top of the group mailboxes because he's getting some wheat, some cannabis, some flour out of a bag. Right. And then he pulls the bong back off and he's hitting it. And we do a U-turn around to go the other <laughs> way. And he's got a big cannabis leaf on the back of his hoodie. And I'm like, if this ain't some trailer park boy shit right up in Canada, like you can't replicate this anywhere that else. J-Rock, man? J-Rock was in your neighborhood? I saw a guy on I-25 one time taking a dab, driving with his knees he'd like now guys sol solo dude in a car heating up the nail by himself he was his, in a tesla he's okay though knees and then taking his dab on an i-25 and i was like a guys, nice rig i'm not uppity and being a renter you can afford a little bit more than you can buy i mean there's almost million dollar homes on this neighborhood and on this street this isn't in a trailer park this isn't uh just to paint the picture nobody's giving a shit homie's just hitting pong which i i was i gave actually i put my bowl up in the window and cheers them with the bowl because i always took a bowl on the way to the gym but anyway good times fuck prohibition i'm not uppity about anything except my dabs <laughs>
All right, moving on to what's going on, man. Uh, you tell me. You got some you got some <laughs> stuff here. You dumped your brain out a little bit. I'll take it. It's okay, man. But Easter was a couple of days ago. So, you know, you got to hang out, hang out with a bunch of family and, and different people that you might not normally see. <coughs> Excuse me. I got to get used to those dabs, man. Anyway, I'm talking to a guy, a nice friend of actually, you know him as well. And he says to me, he's got this Tesla and everybody who has a Tesla, it's like a, it's like a cult or something. I want to say it's like the Scientology of, of cars. You know, everybody has to tell you about it. And he was, so. Is this a buddy with a cabin in Netherlands? Yeah. Yeah. Super sweet, super cool guy. But he's like, dude, I I spent $56 going to Netherlands, like 80 miles from us and in the mountains. And the dude was like, I spent 56 cents going eight miles. What's he saying? On fuel? On fuel, yeah. And I was like, that's fucking, that's pretty neat. I mean, that is pretty cool. Yeah, but you can't go in deep there. Okay, cool. But how much did your Tesla cost you? Let's yeah, break so that down. I, after didn't how go, long. I didn't go too deep, but here's the fucking thing that made me like really say, hmm. He told me he drove home, and this is mountain winding roads, drove home and fell asleep with the whole family in the car and just would fall asleep, keep his hands on the steering wheel, and occasionally wake up and open his eyes and look. So this is kind of like on purpose, on accident? <laughs> I think he just didn't give a fuck. I think he trusts the car. After six months of driving this car, he can fall asleep in the damn thing. Because basically its sensors are going to be able to tell when you're coming upon anything. And it also watches the lanes, right? Oh, no. It it, it it drives itself. I'm just for, for the most part, it drives itself. I think, I think it they drives call, itself. I think they call it level four autonomy. And it, with the sensors it has and everything, it's actually capable of level five autonomy. It might be three and four, not four and five. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah. They're getting close to where it it basically, in all right weather conditions, completely is capable of driving itself. I mean, these are mountain winding roads. This guy wasn't on a highway. I just thought that was insane. Dude, yeah, and then see. So you're talking about how far are we from like being able to avoid DUIs and self-driving cars and that kind of thing. You wonder me. if everybody, if you know, ten years from now, if that's a standard feature, then what what happens to DUIs? What happens to like precedents will be set, and a Tesla probably dude will get a you know he's got a lot of money, he gets a badass attorney. He's like, I wasn't even driving. Yeah, and I could see that being <laughs> legit. And then think about it, what's the whole thing about cannabis clubs? No, we don't want them because everybody that leaves there is going to be leaving stoned and getting in their car stoned. There's no like legal limit where you can use just, oh, I just take one bong hit an hour, like they say, one beer an hour. You know, there's there's none of that really. So I think that's everybody's worry. If you could have self driving cars or even with this Uber, I think it's really helping the argument. God, Uber's so good just for the DGC Cup being in Denver because we don't have that shit up here yet because like the cab union or I don't know why they're probably all gangsters (laughs) or some shit. But with anywhere I was at, within usually three minutes or less, boom, Uber, what's up? Like super easy. Or Lyft, I'm not going to be biased, either one, whatever you want to go with. Although Lyft offered some $4.20 rides during 420 in select markets, if you will. A friend of mine came into town. She hopped in a cab and she was like, oh, well, I don't, you know, whatever. I'm just in a rush. I don't even think, she, oh, she felt like shit is what it was. So she didn't want to install Uber and de- deal with all that. Hopped in a cab. Instead of a $40 Uber, it was a $120 cab ride. Dude, that's the same thing that happened to me. Yep. Landed in Denver, was in a rush, ran out. I even have the app installed. I was just like, screw it. There's a cab right there. Yep. It was twice as much to go to my destination weird yes, yes how are they in business guy we're gonna get some death threats now from some crazy <laughs> union mobster anyway and all right what else you got I, man? I will segue into so we're privileged americans sometimes i think about that if i gotta wait more than 15 minutes for an uber i'm like this is bullshit right 
<laughs> you know what or I'm if saying? you're at the airport and there's a guy that comes up to me in the waiting area to get on the plane and he just looks at me and goes, they're just a bunch of liars. So yeah, privileged. <laughs> I was well, like, what? Can be. No, I'm not kidding you. No, but I would say at least tell us the truth. I think you deserve that in life. Yeah, if you if you know what the truth is. But yeah, go ahead. Dude, I, so I'm sitting there and I'm, I don't know, I was just bullshitting about that, thinking about it. And then my friend brings his Ukrainian girlfriend over, Svetlana. And she was really, she was a super smart girl. I was like, man, she actually travels the world promoting Ukrainian soybeans, like on the global market. She'll go to- Svetlana, huh? Yeah. Like the most pop, that's what I picture. Like, I think that's got to be a real popular- Ukrainian, Russian name. You know, she, yeah, she, she looked like a Svetlana, I will say. <laughs> but she goes around, I mean, you start thinking about it, how she's like, I'm going to Turkey to sell soybeans next week. You know, she goes to all these, these uh, conventions or whatever. Mm -hmm. But man, it was just interesting talking to her. And her boyfriend, of course, smokes a ton of weed. So we're over here chain smoking joints. And she's like, no, no, thank you. And she casually mentioned, she goes, uh, you, know, that, you know what you would get uh, sentenced for, for just having a joint in Ukraine? Eight years in jail. And then she casually goes, the same as for rape. <laughs> Dude, you hear what I said? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I did some research. I, I mean, that's that's severe for a joint. I'm, I don't think that it would be, depending on the situation. I also was reading on like this Weeby High site, which actually is pretty cool because they give uh, like guides to wherever you're traveling. And it's saying in Ukraine, like if it's, you have like a couple J's or less or personal amount, uh, usually you can bribe. Like most yes. cops give them 50 bucks. But imagine being in that situation, not knowing if that is this going to get me in worse shit? Am I going to jail or will this work? I think you got to try and if it's recommended potentially and you're facing prison time, you have to try the bribe. Hey, look, I have a friend of ours that, that uh, hangs out south of the border. Mm -hmm. And he, I talked to him yesterday. Great guy. Cool guy. And goes, dude, I'm running out of money to bribe these fucking people, man. He goes, I get hit up every single day for a bribe, sometimes twice a day, depending on where I'm going. He's probably, yeah, because he's probably marked now, like, ah, oh, that guy will pay. That yeah. guy will pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't go anywhere south of the border in a nice car. Let's just say that. Yeah, it's just actually, this, and I read on here a little bit, Scott, just to let you know this, we'd be high sight. Right. You know, average prices, they said they measure it in, uh, you know, I don't know if this is too dated, but matchbooks. Matchbook is a five grams. $20 per gram and some people like chime in here. It's kind of cool. One person's like, dude, and I found this traveling throughout Europe. Go to like where the subway or the metro station is. You'll see some people hanging out. Maybe you can score some weed there. And that's usually kind of a sketchy area because yeah. public places, you can't. One of the persons, in one of the field reporters they say here recommends, always check first. You can always check the dank first, man, before you go buy out in any pressured public situation where usually you can't. Yep. But anyway, that is kind of cool that, go ahead, I kind of no, interrupted you there with what was going on in Ukraine. No, it's okay. She just said that that you can get ripped off really easy if you go to, you know, wherever, if you go in a park or something like that. She goes, you're going to get ripped off. You know, she said the safest place to buy good weed and not get ripped off is? Where? From the cops. How would that, I mean, how, you got to be in, how would you know? Okay. I guess you could casually go up to a couple of cops standing somewhere and ask something in a roundabout weird way. You have any recommendations for I me? I think it's just something you know. You talk to people and they say, yeah, the cops control the weed industry here. You know, and it's like, holy shit. You know, I mean, think about it. It sounds like next level gangster shit, don't it? Where you actually go and they're like the strongest gang on the block is the police. They, they run the weed game. 
Or do you just, yeah, I'm trying to think as a traveler, if I don't know my, my Ukrainian hookup, do I just walk up to a police officer and maybe go, somebody local said that. Balls, balls. Say, say, I'm looking for cannabis, but I heard it might be legal, but I don't know, but you seem to be the best person to ask for information to stay out of trouble. Something like that. Balls, I'm telling you to walk up to a cop and ask him for weed in the Ukraine. I By the way. Just, I didn't just ask for it. Right. I kind of just kind of throwing some things out there. I'm fishing. Yeah, right. Uh, I will say, by the way, do not ever call the Ukraine Russia. Holy shit. They are very different. <laughs> yeah. Do not. Oh, yeah. One of these field reporters uh, in Weeby High also says, uh, if all else fails, that's the prostitutes are being known to be had some cannabis as well, Scotty. So there you go. Hey, cool. <laughs> well, that works out, huh? Yes. <laughs> I was just All thinking right. about that, though, man, about the cops uh, controlling the drug war. And I was like, well, how far are you at least controlling the cannabis? And I'm like, well, cops kind of control the drug war here, at least cops and prosecutors. and Oh, no, even think at like the high end of the drug war, the CIA was pretty much running the cartels. And right to the low end of the drug war, whether a cop chooses to search your car or a DA chooses to sign a warrant, depending yep. on if he knows your daddy or not. Yeah, I mean, that'd be the low end is my friend that's a cop. If somebody's not an ass, he just look, you know, I found you, you got to just get rid of it. He's not going to cite them. He'll take the paraphernalia. But and then, yeah, he'll he'll take the cannabis, but not cite him for anything. Right. You'd probably say, well, why do you have to take anything? And then sometimes there's the situations where there's another officer or dual, dual patrol or dash cams or they don't worry about getting fired, whatever. But I hear what you're saying, law enforcement, prosecutors moron and or in the end it gets to juries that we've seen starting to not end the drug war but probably part of it like you know absolutely sure. can't find a jury that's going to convict on something like that good luck you know is a yeah. prosecutor going to waste their time yeah i feel you i feel you hey dude let me ask you you've been to europe right i have been to europe yes so, do you know anything i mean when did the berlin wall and communism all fall wasn't that like in the late 90s i mean the late 80s rather the early 90s I'm kind of the seize the moment guy, so I do stuff, but then I just stay in the current moment. Yeah. But yeah, no, no you said late 90s for the, the, yeah, the my point was Berlin Wall? Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, late, it was like late 80s, 80s, late 80s, early 80s and early 90s, Russia started breaking apart. My point is you don't hear shit about that. I mean, you can see like the Iron Wall, Soviet Union, but I was just thinking about this girl and like Turkey and Russia and the rest of the goddamn world. Dude, you really don't hear a lot about it. If you people like, are local, man. People don't know here when I say I'm from Colorado. Not everybody, but right. maybe almost half of them. Okay, we know that's in the states, kind of, but where where is it? Yeah. Or they don't know where it is at all, which was kind of surprising. But the world's a big place. Yeah, like I know Oklahoma and like New Mexico and Nebraska are somewhere around here, but you know, no, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about it though. I was listening. You know what made me think about it is my buddies came over last week and they're all arguing, you know, about, you know, CNN versus Fox and they're all Trump and whatever. And I was like, guys, you probably couldn't like name five other countries in Europe, you know? And they were like, you know, I just I was thinking about how localized everybody is, how they kind of keep you, what do they call it? Myopic, like hyper-focused on just some little bullshit happening here while the rest of the world runs. Yeah, and there's a lot of other, I don't know, where are you going, are you, is, that, is that your main end, end point? Well, I just, just was thinking about it, man. How, you know, it's, it's a pretty good trick. You know, if you don't want people to really consider what's going on in the rest of the world, just keep them you know, hyper-focused on something little. You know, I, saw, I just seen it, I was watching my friends argue about it, and the one was quoting CNN, the other was quoting uh, Fox, and I was like, you motherfuckers are just 
part of a different tribe. That's where I was going with the tribe thing. And like well, everybody wants to join a fucking tribe, whether you're you know Florida versus Florida State or you know Fox versus uh, CNN. Everybody's a fucking tribalist these days, and it's not these days. I think it's always been. All right. Well, talking about tribalism, you're just saying where you, people don't know they're distracted by news, which is a choice of the person, and they don't learn enough to know about where other countries are. Like, could they mention five countries in Europe? Could they? I mean, was that a fail? No, they couldn't even come close, man. Couldn't fucking point that. Uh, they didn't. They couldn't. They, Russia was just a big blob to them. You know what I'm so, saying? They couldn't point to Turkey on the map, bro. That ties it. Well, first thing you're to know, first and foremost, is what's local to you, what's around you. They obviously know if you could ask them five cities in Colorado, they can name five states, if not a hell of a lot more in the United States, because that's their country. Um, and it ties into, you know, you, you naturally know what's around you and try to take care of around your own area, your own neighborhood, your own city, your own state. So that kind of makes sense to me. I mean, it depends on how much extra time you have to research. The world is a big place. To ask me to name five cities in Australia, I probably can, but it's going to take me a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm more interested in how everybody, so we're in the American tribe and we're number one. We don't give a fuck about any, you know, we don't give a fuck what goes on in Russia or China, whatever. We're number one, you know, and it just reminds, dude, and I start thinking about that. I'm like, well, that's not so weird. We're always picking a side and always Coke versus Pepsi, right? Or, you know, Capital One versus Chase or Organics versus Synthetics in the grow world. And you remember people being like, there's no Synganics. You have to be organic or synthetic, man. Yeah. You know, Ford, Ford, versus, Ford versus Chevy. Think about it. People are picking that shit all the time and they're picking sides. And it's weird. And then they identify with it. You see somebody Dude, the with Ford the Ford versus Chevy. It's so ridiculous. You just remind me of those people that are willing to put the little stickers of uh, whatever that cartoon character pissing on Chevy or pissing sure. on. That's what I'm saying. That's a tribalism thing right there because they're so used to being in a tribe from back in the day. But those things you're talking about aren't necessarily tribalism when you're talking about brand program, not programs, but to a degree, that's like brand awareness, brand battling a little bit when you're talking car versus car, soda versus soda. They're using our tribal instincts, bro. That's That's what they're capitalizing on. That's the trip. So you think the tribal instincts tie into you say here we're all tribal warriors at nature? Yeah, yeah. I think you've always been doing that, man. You've always had a it went back uh, even go a hundred years ago. You had to set up with a group in order to survive. No, you couldn't just be solo. Yeah, yeah. But now you can. That's why I was saying that the tribal nature I think is not as strong. Evolution a, happens slow, brother. You know, two, three generations ago. Even think about how strong the churches were, religions were, just a generation or two ago. You needed that shit. If you were an insurance salesman, you needed to sell insurance for the people at the church, man. That was your tribe. Yeah, I agree. But it just—it seems like you're kind of putting a neg- negative, you know. No, no. I'm just saying it's fucking slick in the marketers to use tribalism to get us to buy all their shit. I will agree with that as <laughs> yeah. far as trying to, yeah, tap into our tribalism intentions. Yeah, if we're trying to be brand loyal, you know, it happens easy. As long You can be brand loyal to things as long as you're not fully hating on other brands, I guess. But because I'm brand loyal to different things, I like a certain mountain bike. I like a certain, sure. you know, you're part of that tribe, of car. bro. But I don't think I'd call that tri- my tribe. I'm saying, dude, the DGC is a tribe. You know, Duke Diamond's That's got different than a tribe. brands, though. You know, it's a little bit different than speaking of things with companies and brands. I don't know. I, don't I wouldn't know. call the DGC a, a brand. I would. I don't believe. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a dab and we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, no worries. Yeah, the tribalism stuff is interesting. There's a guy that has a good book on it. I think it does tie into, you know, my end point on it is 
what what's around what's your your neighborhood it's easy to not be in a tribe these days because you can almost get everything you need on your own if you're you so want to right you're so fucking right this is a trip too first time ever but it's better to be for me the closest thing i was to recently in a tribe if you will was my old court you know we had a good mini tribe there totally taking care of each other for whatever we, we would need to a degree um and my group of friends but now my group of friends are you know, all over the world in a way, all over the States, whatever. So I don't know if you physically can call that my tribe, but shut off the news. I agree with that distraction shit, man, because it doesn't tie into your personal life at all. You know, one of my good friends back in the day, I asked him something big was going, he's like, dude, I don't watch the news. Yeah. Pay attention to what's going on in my city. Check on my neighbors. Sure. Maybe every once in a while, I'll just check on the new once a week to make sure like some country didn't completely blow up. I don't know. Most people wouldn't but, know because the news don't report it here, man. Hey, we're rambling, man. Oh, come on, man. Come on. All right. Let's move it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to ramble sometimes. I gave the warning at the beginning of the show. Might have got a little high off this, uh, this oil here. Move on. Move on. Before we get into the news, remind you guys, all you growers out there, Real quick, get pulse. That's right. Real quick, get pulse.co coupon code DGC19 is giving you $20 off their device, their environmental monitor. Go over to getpulse.co for details. And then also, the dude's door prize has been updated. What do you got in there, Scotty, this week? Yeah, we got three chances to win, and you got 500 milliliter bottles of green sensation. And that's been making a sensation. I want to say there's two or three bottles left, but the growers want to try that stuff. And actually, I'm going to try it too. So, looking good. Thanks, Jaron, for the hookup. Appreciate y'all. It's right at dudegrows.com on the homepage. I think it's almost on all the pages, but you can see the how to enter the raffle for that there with your email, as well as up your chances to win through yes. social media yes. sharing. Hey, last week we gave away five half pounders of recharge. So I thought that was real cool. It's very cool. And sharing is caring when you spread the word of the DDC. Yeah, yeah. Go on over there and check it out. It's right over at dudegrows.com. All right, this is uh, profiting from marijuana in Pablo Escobar's old neighborhood. Whoa, why should those people make money? It says Colombia is the second largest city, Medellin, which is once, wait, Colombia and Medellin, the second man. largest Come on. city. Say it like a, say it like Give a, it to me again, how do you go? Isn't it Medellin? Uh, Medellin, yes, yeah. which was once home to the infamous Medellin cartel headed by flamboyant drug baron Pablo Escobar. It's fast becoming a focal point for legal cannabis cultivation. So, I mean, this goes with the environment mm -hmm. there. Um, man, and it talks about, I should read a little bit more. By the mid-80s, it was estimated that Escobar's cartel was providing 90% of all cocaine consumed in the U.S. And up to 60% of the marijuana available in the U.S. came from Colombia. Yeah, so before becoming kill anybody that fucking <laughs> competed with them. Well, and he was backed by the CIA. Back to that. Hey, hey. <laughs> Because after devastating U.S.-backed war on drugs, it's by some accounts claimed tens of thousands of lives. Damn. All right. They're saying Colombia possesses a comparative advantage over many other countries having legalized marijuana cultivation, including desirable temperature climate, a long history of agricultural cultivation, established agricultural infrastructure, and low cost. So low, says Colombia, a gram of pot costs anywhere between five cents and ten cents to produce a gram compared to a dollar fifty in Canada. Wow. Yeah, huge. Yeah, I mean you can get labor over there so cheap. It's unbelievable. A oh, and if you if you can go if you can grow cocoa or yeah, yeah, the cocoa. Yeah. You, you can definitely grow cannabis there way easier too. So Yeah, what now isn't it always that's is it twelve twelve there all the time? Like they're pretty close to uh Equatorial yeah, it, it, lighting. It, it, it is, it are, is no? pretty close to being equatorial. Yeah, I don't know. If not equi actually, if not equatorial. 
Yeah, but people about. talk about the Rio Colombian gold being absolutely amazing cannabis from way back in the day. So I believe it. I'm just thinking I ordered like a ton of fertilizer for my nursery down down south in Florida. The guy's like, yeah, we'll just make the rounds and deliver it. I wonder if they do that to just big cocaine farms in Colombia. They're like, yeah, eight tons of uh, fertilizer going to your place. You got it. Johnny's cocaine farm. It'd be fucking a trip, right? Drop it off the helicopter out, <laughs> out in the middle of the jungle. No, I don't think it's even. I wonder if it's just, you know, like we grow palm trees in Florida. They grow cocaine in a certain, in Medellin, uh, Colombia. No wonder. Yeah, it's, it's interesting going on to Canadian companies um, expanding their operations. What's the main deal with, uh, I mean, cocaine, I mean, in a nutshell, we don't have to go deep. It's it, it's It was made illegal as just part of the drug war. It's been illegal for a long time. Like, what was the main reason cocaine was made illegal? Do you recall? Like, right. Or is there an actual main reason? Cocaine is actually a Schedule II drug in yeah. the United States. It they does, do use it for They medicine. do use it for medicine. It has a medical purpose. Uh, not like CVS or anything, but like a mom-and-pop pharmacy <laughs> might even still have some, like— in their pharmacy is like pharmaceutical cocaine. It's funny. We know some guy and we were talking about his, all his clearances. And one of the guys goes, yes, he can get pharmaceutical cocaine. <laughs> like that's how trusted this guy is. And it's not, yeah, that's what was just kind of tripped me out reading this article. And it's not, can you say cocaine's deadly? Yeah. It'll blow up your fucking heart if you do wait too much of it. It, 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 it you got to do a lot. Though. It will fuck your heart up if you just sit there and do a shit. Yeah, you're right. I've known you gotta people do a, do a you, crazy amount you gotta of cocaine to stay alive. You're right. It's not like heroin where someone can you right. pretty easily on something you're like right. that, or even easier on like fentanyl yes. or. But just with like a little that. bit of cocaine, it'll turn you into an asshole. I know that. <laughs> Fair enough. I was just wondering. I need to do a little more research. It seems like it should just be legal and regulated, like everything else. I mean, probably before other things. Fuck even. Fuck no. That's the last thing you need in this world. I mean, maybe, but I could not. I mean, like alcohol's bad enough, but coked up fucking drunk people is a nightmare. They'd be shooting <laughs> each other. That's what South Florida was in the 1980s. They're gonna it get it anyway. Bath. So I don't know. <laughs> But I hear you. I'm just thinking about that. That would be a nightmare. (laughs) All right. What else we got? We got. We find any memes today? Damn, man. You know, I came in late. Forgot the memes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not a big deal. We can put it in the bag. Come on, man. This gives you a chance to 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 get them going. (laughs) Let's let's see what you got, brother. Jr.'s got some shout outs here. Shout out to Jr. First off. Yeah, right on. I like this one. Cloud bound and sugar coated. Two hundred two. But make a 21 and wakey flavor chaser 420. <laughs> We'd get along great. Fat Bastard 246 and Dark Knight Grower. New tools and Tanazi Gardens. Respect. Pups and Clones and Pups and Clones PDX and Bear Grown. Love you, Bear. What's up, brother? All right, guys. We're back to some grow talk, wake and bake, all that good stuff. Stay higher. He's out. Take her easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. 
Smoking weed. 